Sports. Let's get back to another round of Bruise Day Tuesday with Drez and Big Nate. Another round indeed. It is Bruise Day Tuesday brought to you by the Cellar Restaurant and Six Pack Store in downtown Blacksburg. As I try, there it is, try to get the, the video in focus. If you're watching on the Facebook or the YouTube, you know we are doing another round of Pumpkin. Pumpkin, 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 pumpkin. Uh, Are we though? Uh, yeah, I guess we'll see. So, in fact, no. I, I would say if you if we're if I was to say we're doing another round of pumpkin beers, that would be inaccurate because uh, you just popped a pumpkin cider that Mikey specifically suggested. He said it's actually pretty damn good. Uh, you wouldn't think pumpkin and cider would maybe go well, but actually, I thought it. It sounds like it. There's potential there. To, to me, the two go hand in hand. I've got the Swill Dog Pumpkin Patch Hard Cider. It's a semi-sweet cider. Uh, first thing that catches my eye, kind of throws me off, is the 6.9% ABV, which feels for pretty- For a cider, that's pretty hard. Yeah, isn't it? That's, that's pretty high for a cider. It says it's best served with adventure, but my favorite part is uh, this beautiful label. This is- I mean, this looks like something you'd read in a children's book, uh, particularly like going on a bear hunt. There's very much that like hand-drawn illustration style going on. And uh, description here, pumpkin chai, which is one of my favorite teas of all time, crisp cinnamon, ripe apple, and mild tannin are flavorful hard ciders are handcrafted in West Virginia to bring together friends and family looking for a good time. We believe in making an impact in the communities we serve, chasing squirrels, and a good game of fetch. Enjoy responsibly. And then they've got a uh, illustration of their lead apple fetcher, their dog, <laughs> Lucy Pickles. So if you're watching on video, you can kind of see that. I've but, come uh, to realize that you just, you are definitely a judge a book by its cover. Like you love and really appreciate the cans. It, it has fooled me so many times, but there have also been times where it's just led me down a great path. So I, I, I do, I, I think if you're willing to put that kind of love into it, like that is hand-drawn, hand-painted, and then obviously replicated for the, mm-hmm. the, the plastic shrink wrap. But it really I is think a, you put that effort in, you're obviously going to put effort into the beer. It really is a tough one because there are a number of of breweries that have you know partnered with artists and just have very intricate amazing artwork on like all of their beers and then you have some where they're just super simplistic and those to me almost stand out more than the other ones because if if you're just if you have if you can sell a beer that's just a plain black can or something like that to me that says something well but I feel like it's the ones in the middle that are the ones that are like, eh. Speaking <laughs> of the simplicity, uh, New Belgium's Abbey series, because those are just the white labels with the simple like black illustration and then just the title of the beer. Those are great too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I guess you're right. It's, it's the middle of the road. If, if the those, artwork like just doesn't if it's like, give you a reaction, yeah. it's going to be a terrible beer. Well, that being said, I don't know if this gives you a reaction, but this one did stand out to me. From Sloop Brewing... Uh, company they present to you no pumpkin which it says right here on the back brewed and canned by Sloop brewing company hopewell junction new york and hampton new hampshire uh six percent by volume this is an indian pale ale brewed without any pumpkin or spices for 100 percent pure ipa pleasure so yes this is a 
No pumpkin beer. This is if a you cop will. out, is what this is. It's got all the uh, the makings. You know, you got a big old orange pumpkin on there. There's birds. It looks very fall like. Uh, it's like a jack o' lantern and all that. But uh, it's no pumpkin, which means this is a beer for more like guys like me. I'm sure people watching the Facebook are getting annoyed by this. I have to try and do the autofocus to make it. I hold up the can of beer and it takes it out of focus to focus on the can of beer and then it doesn't focus on me. Whatever, you just got to deal with it. Bruce Day Tuesday's now in what, like it's seventh year and mm-hmm. what, three years now almost with video? We started doing the video with COVID. We, we I need guess. a better webcam. There's got to be a better way. Well, I guess Huck actually was doing the. Uh, like the, he had the GoPro. Yeah, yeah, he did the GoPro, but then he kind of he was doing it. Then he kind of wasn't like it, it was hard to keep up with it. But now, since Zoom came into everyone's life, it's it's mainstreaming and making it a little bit easier. So I did wear. I know this isn't really. I don't know. I don't know if we're even going to do a Halloween bruise day or not. But I figured since we're doing the pumpkin and stuff, this is the most Halloween esque shirt I have. It does have a bat on it. It's my like Batman knockoff with the head bitten off. It's one of my favorite Ozzie shirts here. in your entire wardrobe. I was pretty, I was pretty happy to find this one. I thought it was a good one. It absolutely kills me. But yeah, just, I mean, mm. you put the pumpkin on there. Obviously, you're leading people. Like, can you, you got, imagine? You have an issue with this if people grab this thinking it was a pumpkin beer. And then, it, I mean, yeah, you should read your label, buyer beware. But can you imagine, like, your wife's like, hey. I want a pumpkin beer. You don't know anything. And you, you just grab, grab it. it. She's going to be real angry well, with you. I actually should almost. So this this beer actually came from my Charlottesville trip. When we I told you, you know, I guess it was last week. We were talking about how we went to Wegmans. And uh, Scotty had picked out this four pack as well as I think the Sycamore four pack. So this one is a pumpkin beer. And this one is not. So I wonder if it's same situation. I wonder just looking at it first glance, thinking it's pumpkin beer. Oh, there's a pumpkin. We'll throw it in. I wonder if they realize that this is actually just a normal IPA disguised as a pumpkin beer. But I think that's I think that's real. I've never seen that before. I so mean, I really like that. There, there's like a reason funny. you say trick or treat. Mm-hmm. This is this, this is the, the trick. trick. This is the trick. Uh, and but really, it turns out to be quite the treat. So. It's funny you mentioned that because, I mean, I guess we'll go ahead and we're, we're already talking Halloween stuff. So my wife, she is Scottish and they did trick or treating, but they actually had to earn the candy. So this is a concept that I, I didn't quite under, you know, we didn't do this. You just, you dress up. I guess that was kind of earning it as you were supposed to dress up. And then I guess if you, because remember there was also the. The middle school kids that just didn't even dress up. They just showed up for the candy and you're like, oh, come on, man, really? It's like, what are you doing? So, but with them, they would dress up. But then once you knocked on the door, you had to like tell a joke or do a song or you had to do some sort of a like little performance or something to earn the treat. You had to perform (laughs) a trick, essentially. That was a trick. It wasn't like a trick like, oh, I'm playing a trick on you. It's like, oh, check out this cool trick. Like it's a, a joke or a performance, a trick of some sort. Okay. I and li- then they I got like a treat. That. I like that. That's way better than when you go to the dentist's house and get a toothbrush. Yeah. Those bastards. Or an apple. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I like that. That's that's something no, we need to and how over cool, here. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. If Imagine if it wasn't just cute little kids in costumes. That's great and all. But imagine if they opened the door and then they told you like a stupid little knock-knock joke or 
or you know like you know did a little dance or something like that would make it that much better in fact i will sell this to all you kids listening do that this halloween and i bet you're going to get double the candy because you'll set yourself apart from all those you know just like and then you know you just get a little a little a little candy. Do something. Put forth a little extra effort, and it'll be worth it. Well, now I I, I also think with like everything with COVID, like now trunk or treats are becoming the thing, and 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 I feel like kids don't know how to go door to door anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've like I, there's I, a social anxiety level that's just through the roof. Is that what it is? Because I didn't even think about it that maybe we didn't have any trick or treaters last year because people were still oh like. COVID? Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe. But you're right. Uh, the trunker treats. I don't know how I feel about those. I feel like that's just, that makes it too easy. Absolutely too easy. You got to preemptively burn those calories. You got to walk from house to house. I know. I mean, and and I never even really liked, you know, when the mall and stuff would give out candy because I thought that was too easy too. See, I grew up in a my street had only seven houses and they were all really spaced out. So you had to, not only you had to were you huffing it, but yeah, you, I mean, you only, you only were doing so much. We had to, I had to like befriend other people, let my mom, you know, take me to the other subdivisions. And then you still, you're walking house to house, but you know, the smaller the subdivision, the more packed in the houses, the better. So the, the other thing that I kind of take umbrage with is, is, like Halloween, for instance, is on a Monday this year. Yeah. Oh, so everybody's like, trick-or-treating on the Saturday before no, or something? No, Halloween is Halloween. Yeah, I agree. Like, it, would we move the 4th of July for just it being on a Monday? I, I mean, granted- that's a, for, that's a national Fourth holiday. Of July you is get a national day holiday. off and all that. But you, you can't just move Halloween. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly about that. I don't know how and when- uh, people decided to start doing that, like, oh, trick or treating is going to be on the set, you know, the 29th, I guess, it's or like, whatever. Well, I'm showing up at your door on Monday, the 31st, and you're going to deal with it because it's Halloween. Well, and I wonder how many people are like us. And then if, you know, kids come a knocking on the Saturday before and you're just like, no, nah, no, nah, I haven't even gone candy shopping yet. <laughs> I was going like, to do that Monday. Yeah, I was going to do that day of. I can't have it linger around my house too long or you guys won't get any. Exactly. It'll be gone. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm i not for that. And again, you know, you got to roll the times, but I guess I'm just such an old soul. I'm already an old soul. I was an old soul when I was a kid, and now I'm even more. Now I'm just actually old, I guess, because at this point, you know, that just seems seems crazy to me. So what was your favorite costume of all time? That I ever dressed up as? Yeah. As a kid? Yeah. Uh... Oh man, that's a good one. I did. Uh, there's so many run through my head because I did. I was a huge. I loved Halloween. You know, I, I remember probably one of the earliest costumes I remember. I was a bat, which is appropriate because I do have the the t-shirt on. Um, I remember being a cowboy. One of the coolest though. I I got this costume and it was like a like a dragon, and then I had these like feet. I mean, totally separate, but it was these just giant like dinosaur like feet that had one of the speakers in it. So every step you took, it like oh, nice. made it sound like you were like stomping and like it was like crashing. And I remember because it was Halloween, but they were like slippers. So I had to walk around door to door with just big old like uh, just like uh, Ziploc bags over the, the slippers because, you know, my mom didn't want them to get ruined. 
Um, that was I, I did really love that costume. That was pretty sweet when I was a kid. So th- there is one moment. I mean, there are a lot of moments in my life, like little pieces, flashbacks that I'm very proud of. But the the, the one that has always stood out to me and possibly is like the root of my love of Halloween. My stepbrother and I aren't that far apart in age, and we were both highly competitive with each other. And it it took some weird manifestations to where my dad and my stepmom also got really competitive with each other. So Fairfax County used to have a uh, a Halloween costume contest for kids. Mm. And my stepmom had spent months sewing a Pikachu costume, like full-on Pikachu costume for my stepbrother. And it, 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 I mean, it was absolutely a labor of love. It came out really fantastic. My dad and I went to Walmart, and uh, in about thirty minutes, we had thrown together a full like zombie cowboy costume, and uh, I, I ended up winning the best costume. Man, see that? She still to this day talks about it. It's like I I made the newspaper and everything. Wow. See, that's I mean the without question. The, you know, handmade, you do it yourself costumes are always better. That being said, you kind of, you mixed it up. You didn't just go and find a zombie cowboy. No, we buy now at Walmart. We had costume. Took like, a, you got to do it. You mix and match. It you was put it Woody together. from Toy Story. And we just completely tore it apart. Like we cut holes in it and then like lit. So it looked like I was like gunshot and stuff like that. All right. Yeah. So that's, so there you put, that's, you put in some effort. That's good. And, uh. I, I think that's kind of where it just really manifested itself. No, not too bad. Well, you know what else is not too bad is a non-pumpkin uh, tainted IPA. The no pumpkin from Sloop Brewing. Uh, I, I like what they did. It's funny. It's delicious because not only is it like a break from the pumpkin that's just everywhere, but this is actually a pretty damn good IPA right here. Uh, so kudos to you, Sloop. I'm gonna. I'm, it's not a five. But it's a four. This is the four seven five of the bunch, in my opinion. I, I, I am, I'm pleased. All right. So, I mean, I, I, I'm absolutely not shocked. There's no pumpkin. Uh, I, I'm going to have to diverge from the beaten path here with this one because it is, in fact, a cider. So I can't rate it compared to beers. Well, I guess we you did can rate some. it compared to ciders. Yeah. Um, pumpkin and apple go really well together. And uh, I, I don't know. I haven't dug enough into the cider category other than the fact that I enjoy cider. And uh, it, it fills that semi-sweet. It's 6.9% ABV. The label is clearly a uh, selling point. I'm going to go ahead and match my first round rating and also give this a 4.75. So for for me dogging on the pumpkin beer so much, they have been fairly decent yeah, scores. This, is, this has been a good day. It's one of those things where, you know, uh, I, you kind of get hit over the head with it. Just like I noticed I was shopping earlier today and all the Christmas stuff is already out, which that's a whole different topic. But the pumpkin stuff really comes in hard and almost is overwhelming. But there's a reason why it's gotten so uh, so abundant is because people love it because it's pretty good. Uh, and it is one of those things where it's seasonal. You know, it's special it reminds you of the Halloween season, which is also, you know, you got that nostalgia, you got that fun. So I can understand that aspect of it. But um, yeah, you know, go get yourself some pumpkin beers. Uh, this will give you an idea, a little jumping off point. Uh, and you can go see Mikey and uh, he can point you in the right direction. Because I'm sure by the time I, 
I'm, I, I would imagine, I mean, I can't remember when I got these. I was over there a few weeks ago, so there's probably even more by now. Uh, but at the same time, you got to get them now before they're all gone, because the closer we get to Halloween, the, the harder they're going to get to come by. Uh, that's a wrap on Brews Day. Uh, Big Nate, thanks as always for coming in. Big Nate Danger on the Untapped. I know we didn't even do the whole Untapped spiel. Drez Drinks is my handle. That's the rating uh Basis we like to use. We'll take a quick break. We'll get back with the tunes. It's 105.3 The Bear. Stick around.